Back in orange, orange is the new black. This is bold perceptions. I got Mr. Living for a Living on. We tried recording an episode last fall. I was in Portugal. I thought it was an amazing episode. And then a day later when I'm about to put the audio together, there's only 30 minutes. We missed an hour of the conversation, so I was very disappointed. But we stayed in contact, uh, Mr. Joey Bradley, and we're going to do this again. And the idea for me to do this again really hit because our football season just ended. It was probably one of the toughest seasons of my life. And I'm trying to communicate how I feel and have someone who has done similar things understand because no one else can really get it unless you've been through it. And Mr. Bradley, he's a quarterback that's been around Europe, played a bunch of different teams in a bunch of different countries. And I reached out to him. But when I was reaching out to him, I saw on his page a video. And the video, we're going to play it after um, Mr. Bradley speaks, was about like, what the fuck are we doing with our life? Our life is very unique. Not only are we doing this travel life where we're in foreign countries we don't speak the language. We don't have any people we grew up with. We don't have much comfort. We're on the go. We're playing a sport that is very emotional. I think I compare it to probably the second most bonding emotional thing with people besides going to war with someone. You create these intense emotional connections, add that in with the travel lifestyle, and it's crazy. It's very crazy, the ups and downs, the highs and lows, and I had a low the other day and uh, I saw Mr. Bradley's video living for a living and I'm like shit we need to do the podcast now we need to do it so now here we are so Joey Bradley can you give the listeners kind of a just a quick summary of who you are and why your Instagram is living for a living yeah man no it's pretty crazy we were reconnecting right now because at the time I agree with you that our last pod together was some serious heat but hey it is as it should be, and the timing's always right. And so this one's probably going to be even better. But yeah, man, you you touched on it. I've been uh, living for a living, as I say, playing ball out here in Europe for the last six years or so. This will be my seventh season. Uh, Portugal, Spain, Poland, Czech Republic, now Finland. And the the little mantra or nickname, whatever, username, stem just from being back in the States at times, talking to people that you really don't care about talking to, but like to, everyone likes to throw around the thing of like, oh, what do you do for a living? And I think I was a little, I'd had enough one night, both to the dr to drink and uh, of the question. And I just responded to this dude who was super condescending, like, bro, I'm fucking living for a living. What are you doing? And he kind of like looked at like this, like look of like, well, how do I respond to that? Like it's stuck. And so ever since then, I've, I haven't been about the money. I'm just trying to enjoy my time here and make some connections and see some things, do some stuff and, and take it from there. And so that's kind of where that's all been born from. I think it's really interesting, the QB aspect of this, because since we're little boys, We've always desired to be the leader or the man and uh, kind of go our own way. We couldn't follow the crowd. You got to be above the crowd. You know what I mean? You got to take that position and and you're, you're the man. And I think it really goes deep into why we choose this sort of lifestyle over the one with comfort. Why are we living for a living? Like, why aren't we on the couch, you know, nine to five, the Netflix and the girl from high school I mean, I, what's, what is it about our psychology as quarterbacks that makes us want to live bold, quote unquote? That's a good question. And I necessarily, I don't know if it technically is a quarterback specific thing, but I think with, there's definitely some like crossover with that. And for me personally speaking, it's just, I've never been too concerned 
about making a million dollars. I, uh, for whatever reason I've, I've, and then through football and through sports growing up, I never got to travel. And so I heard early on from somebody, I'm not sure who I wish I could credit them with it. They said, use football. Don't let football use you. And so that like really stuck to me early on, probably, I don't know if I was Juco or where I was high school. And ever since then, I was like, man, I truly love this sport. As you said, the the connections and the camaraderie made throughout football is second to none in terms of sports, in my opinion. And let me use that to now travel around the world. And I've, I've been blessed and fortunate to be in a lot of good situations. There's been obviously some definite lows and some definite highs, but for the most part, I've been in some good situations where um, it's just, I think bringing it back to the question, as a quarterback, you can't be afraid to take a risk. And this lifestyle to me is quote unquote risky to some. Um, to, to me, I think it's almost playing it safe because I look at that nine to five life you just described as more risky for me, but that's just me personally as, as the risk taker. And so I don't know if that really answered the question, but that's how I'm feeling. <laughs> no, I mean, for the most part, this is amazing. Everything is fantastic. You're, you got the dopamine, you got the adrenaline. There's obviously lows, but I think once you, you go on this little crazy roller coaster ride, these highs are insane that you would never get back home because you wouldn't be in these opportunities where these sort of people and or you're you're different too. You're more free, obviously. But then the lows are crushing. And the lows are like your video, which I'm gonna play in a second. It's like, yeah. what the hell is going on? Like, did I choose the right path? Like, should I have done what everyone else did? And obviously, then the next day you wake up, you're like, fuck, I'm free. I'm over here, I'm living my dream, I'm doing something that makes me feel alive. And that's something I think football might be part of our comfort zone because it's something that's been based in our life, you know, with everything else that's going on, the crazy traveling, the different places, the people. One thing that's always constant is football. And I've lived amazing. I remember last summer, um, the La, Dolce Vita, La Dolce Vita with no tourists, beautiful woman, great drinks, great food. And I'm like, something's missing. Like, I don't, I need to feel alive. Luckily, I have this podcast that helps me out. But football is something that you can't replicate this. It, it's the emotions it brings out is like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, it, you, it, I, 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 it's very hard to explain. But the point is, yes, this life is crazy, but I love it. <laughs> Let me play yeah. this video. Let's go after this video. Right, right here. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm laying in bed some nights like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Even though I'm living for a living, living my dream, all that kind of stuff, there's still doubt at times of like, I'm 30 years old, no family, no, you know, no whatever. We like to believe that we're the only ones who think that kind of stuff. But in reality, I'm pretty sure almost everybody at some point during the month has a what the fuck am I doing moment. Talk to me about it. Yeah, man. So just to give a little background on that is here over the last month in, in Finland, where I'm currently playing, we've had some American military in town, like doing some training and stuff. And so I kind of clipped that whole thing up from my own podcast that it was actually a conversation I was having with a couple military guys diff on different occasions. And, you know, they were two or three of them were either in their second or third term, you know, so going into their ninth, 10th, 12th year in the military, got in right out of high school and, you know, speaking very candidly and saying, you know, it, it was worth it. It was cool. But sometimes I'm like, what the fuck did I just do with my life? You know, like I just, I spent my whole twenties doing this military thing, which was cool. You know, like there was a positive to it, but then they were questioning, what am I doing? And I, I, you know, try to find humor in pretty much everything. And so I laughed and I was like, bro, I mean, just to make you feel any better, like I'm getting to do whatever the fuck I want playing football and traveling around the world. Dude, I think that pretty often myself too. You know, I talking to friends back home who are making a hundred, 200 K a year, 
they're thinking that shit. You know, people who have kids and families, like everyone's thinking that shit. Yet, because of social media and all these weird little things that we do, we all try and come off as like, I've got it figured out. Like, I'm, I know exactly what I'm doing and I have this perfect plan and, and all that stuff. And that's just not reality. You know, I think that anybody who tells you they have it truly figured out is either lying to you or lying to themselves. And I'm sure there's some exceptions to the rules, but that's where that whole thing stemmed from. And so the, the, I edited it, I edited it, uh, in a way. So it was only me talking, but it, it all stemmed from a guy in the military who said, I'm laying in bed some nights thinking, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And that just like got me on this train of thought. And I said, man, you know, me too, dude, like me, it's, it's natural. Like, I think if you're not, ah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, maybe I, I hope to be in a position one day where I'm never thinking that, but I don't know if that's reality. I don't know if that's human nature. Let me ask you this. And I think this is one of the reasons too, I still play and I love playing is because it is the clearest cut given purpose for you. I think in life to be happy, you need freedom, purpose, and relationships. In football, your purpose is to win. You go to practice, you throw the ball, you try to put up points, and all you're trying to do is win. So for that moment in practices, in those games, that's your focus. It's clear cut. And I think that is a big thing. Your thoughts? Yeah, at the end of the day, like you said, there's no, there's a scoreboard. And you either won or you lost. And then, as you said, the the relationships is such a, a huge thing for me and for anybody, I think, you know, they've done studies and stuff talking about old people that live to be long ages. They feel a certain connection with their community and stuff like that. I mean, my favorite years in Europe so far were my first two years in Portugal where literally making just enough for ends to meet, you know, I mean, I mean the bare minimum contract you could get, but getting to live in an awesome city like Lisbon where the most important part of it all was I had a cafe I went to every day and I went and sat there and was speaking Portuguese with the dude. And, you know, I had, there was a Nepalese restaurant down the street from my house that was one of the guys who owned it turned into being like my best friend, went to Nepal with him, you know, on this corner, there was another like Indian dude that I'd go buy oranges from. And on this corner, there was a guy from, I don't even know where, but I'd literally walk in my little area and see people on the street passing by that I see every day. Yeah, just, Hey, what's up? Hola. You know, Botog, how are you doing? You know, what's going on? And just that like little thing, it, it made me feel, feel like I belonged. And so the, the combination of, uh, getting to win some games, which we won a lot there. And, um, that connection is, it's everything. And that's where I think the, the positives and negatives of this lifestyle can be is sometimes you can win, but you don't have any of those connections and it sucks. And on the flip side, sometimes you can lose, but if you got some good connections, it can, I mean, losing sucks no matter what, let's not be on Let's be honest about it. But if you, there's some decent connections, it can salvage what, you know, in the States, sometimes you lose. That's really, we're a little bit more business in that sense where like, if you lose, you're losing and that's all that matters. Yeah, let me hop in here. These connections. I talk about this all the time, traveling outside of uh, just football, like love bubbles. You go somewhere, you meet a girl and you had the most amazing two days ever and you're totally free and love is in the air and then you're gone, you know what I mean? And it's like, oh my God, I'm longing for more. Like that was so amazing. You got to flip the mindset. Like if you weren't living this lifestyle, you would have never experienced that. So you got to get over it and move on. You know, if some magic happens, maybe you guys stick together, but it's probably not going to be the same because that was one moment in time, the situation aligned, you were both free. So appreciate it. But when it comes to this football thing, I think you develop deep emotional connection to your teammates, to the people that help out, to the coaches, and that makes it even more wicked when you got to leave or 
like what hurt me so much about this season was not winning for a lot of these dudes. Some of them are 34 driving an hour away to practice with us. They got the nine to five jobs. Um, dudes I can't even speak with, but on the field we're brothers. You know what I mean? Right. And that amplified with the travel relationships and how the camaraderie of football is, it hits you deep because I mean, shit, I don't keep in contact with many people from Copenhagen anymore. So it's kind of like when you're gone, you're gone. You know what I mean? I mean, there's some people here and there, but uh, how do you deal with that? You know what I mean? Cause that's, that's hard on me. You know, I'm emotional. I'm a cancer. So I got a hard outer <laughs> shell, but a soft inside. And, and that's very tough with our lifestyle. You get these beautiful, bellissimo, very beautiful moments with these people, but in the back of your head, it's going to be gone. So how do you just appreciate it? Man, that's a good, that's a good, good question. And something I've actually really been working on this past year or so where, so I'm a Virgo and so I'm a planner, I'm an analyzer. I'm either analyzing what just happened and how I could have made it better or I'm playing and then using that analysis to plan for how I'm going to be in the future. And so being in the moment is very difficult for me. And um, I spent the entire off season here in Finland for the entire winter, which is dark as hell. Boy. And I mean, snowy and cold and it was rough. Let me just put it that way. And at times practice wasn't very much fun because we didn't have that many guys there. And so literally at times I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? You know, like, and, but then just having to catch myself and just be like, dude, you're throwing a ball and you're getting paid to do that. And, um, life is pretty good. And just really, you know, it's, it's, I've, I know Joey in the past would probably freak out maybe sometimes given some of the things that went on. And I just had to be like, dude, like this is how it should be. You know, I think a, a big, a big thing we all run into is these expectations in our mind about how things should be. And then if they differ from that in reality, then we, 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 that's where some mental issues can can arise. I know at least speaking for myself and should is a dangerous word because it, it is how it should be. Like there is no ifs ands buts are about it. It's like if in the spiritual hippie mindset, like everything's happening how it needs to happen. Maybe not. We don't like it in this moment, but it's going to go on that way. And so I've, in terms of the connections like you, dude, I would get kind of emotional about it at certain times being like, you know, I'm just a, a you know, a, a hired gun basically. And then when I leave, like no one really gives a fuck. And I've also been lucky where in Portugal, I was at that team for two years, Poland, two years. And so the, the chance of building that relationship was a lot deeper than just a one year, like three months somewhere. And so I've been fortunate to have some like good relationships that have maintained over the years, but then in places like, you know, I was just in Czech Republic and Spain last year where not as much, but it's, it's just kind of knowing, I guess at a certain point as I'm getting older in this, um, and sorry for monopolizing the conversation here, but, um, it's just, it is how it is, you know? And that's just like, I, I've come to accept it. And I don't know if there's a certain uh, special remedy for it. I just feel the older I get, the more I'm like, okay, this is just, it is what it is. Kind of, you know, cliche bullshit. Yeah, I always use the metaphor with a girl. You meet a lovely lady, you spend time together, you know, it keeps going and going. And you got to like shoot the puppy. Cause it's not going to last, you know, you're not going to move her to the USA. The visa shit's too troubling. Um, it's not going to stay the same. You know, you're living a different lifestyle. Now picture you guys in a normal life with the house and all that stuff, the feelings, the emotions probably aren't going to be the same. And it hurts. It hurts a lot. You have to appreciate the moments, be, be a, a good person to them, but you got to move on. Cause every time this happens to me, when I start feeling sorry and Oh my God, and where's my Disney fairy tale and this kind of shit. I go to the next thing and it's 
even better. I'm like, oh my God. What? And then I look back three, four months later, like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> I can look back on your video. And that's that's a metaphor for all this stuff, the football and the traveling. And you got to take the best of things, but you can't try to make it expectations. And it should be this way and it shouldn't be that way. And, oh, I want everything to fall in line and all that. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Hakuna Matata type deal. Have, have you, um, like, in your time over here and abroad in general has there been any quote unquote serious relationships or like how what's like the longest you've you've had as a relationship over here i'm curious to hear this yeah i mean i still keep in contact with a handful of girls i don't really do the monogamous stuff you know i've, yeah, I've right. kind of changed my ways with it and you'd be surprised a lot of girls are totally open with it if you be honest like hey this is just the lifestyle like, I really enjoy your company. Let's make the most of this. But, you know, there's other girls too. No, <laughs> usually, for sure. it, usually it turns them on more, which is crazy. But no, even with uh, relationships with dudes, not in a sexual way, but it's, <laughs> it is like, uh, like I have like probably a handful of dudes back in America where I FaceTime. So I have that comfort there that are my, you know, best friends, homies, and yeah. stuff like that. But, you know, you lose a lot of them. You lose a lot of the people. And it's very rare that, uh, you know, the ones that do stay, but this is what goes back to the, the quiet desperation. There's a quote I'm going to uh, put up here. You're in your everyday life. You don't know what's real or not. You know what I mean, you're going through the, your work friends, your friends from back in the day. You're just kind of going through life and you never really get like a hit of reality. When you travel or when you leave or when you do the things that we do, you get to see what's real and what's not. And that hurts, but it's also rewarding because sometimes you can go through your whole life not knowing who the fuck this person is, what this is, what relationship this is, what life could have been over here or doing this. So like I said, it's it's a clarifying thing, I think, this lifestyle. Yeah, no, I mean, I I just asked that because I've um I think we're we're similar in some ways where, you know, I will um I've definitely had some kind of playboy e moments over the last five or six years, but then in the same breath had some very like meaningful relationships that have been um short but also um very impactful and that's something that i think in what we're doing right now and i i would implore other people in just quote unquote normal life or whatever that means like there is such thing as having a short relationship whether it be romantic or not that can be super impactful and i think sometimes people will like close themselves off to it like oh i'm only here for a month or a year or however long it may be that i'm not even gonna like venture out into that and risk getting hurt in one way or another but it's like by just putting yourself out there um and then being vulnerable and being honest like it in turn pays off, even if that means also being sad and being hurt at a certain or possibly hurting somebody, you know, not intentionally, but also it just comes with the with the program. You're diving fully into life to feel alive. That's what I feel this lifestyle is. That's what I feel football is. I feel football makes me feel alive. And a lot of people, it's we talk about it, the highs and lows, and it's not easy. You get daggers when you go outside this little comfort zone and you throw yourself out into the wind. Oh, my God, I don't have bills to pay in Portugal. Oh, my God, I'm moving here, there. What the fuck am I doing? This and that. But it is amazing, the person you become, what you see, what you feel, what you experience. But I'm going to read this quote here from Mr. Bill Burr that I think really summarized what the, what the hell we're doing. <laughs> realize that sleeping on a futon when you're 30 is not the worst thing you know what's worse sleeping in a king bed next to a wife you're not really in love with but for some reason you married and you got a couple kids and you got a job you hate you'll be laying there fantasizing about sleeping on a futon there's no risk when you go after a dream there's a tremendous amount of risk to playing it safe what do you think 100%. about that yeah no i mean that it's like how i said the the like for me, taking the risk in a weird roundabout way is the safe thing to do for me. 
you know, because I know that's in the long run. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's like this weird little like paradox of saying, yeah, taking the risk is the safe thing because the safe thing is taking the risk. Oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I've been back home a couple different times and been working and, you know, and, and, you know, with the same old friends from back in the day and, and I don't feel alive. I really don't. I, I need to be for now my life on the run. I need to be doing shit. And this is to me. I think you can live this life back home. You got to go do different things. You got to go skiing or go take a dance class. And but there's something about when you're out of your comfort zone. And this is the clearest, easiest cut way to do it is traveling that your mind is different. The brain is full of life and, and it's you're not an autopilot no more. And I, here's another quote to go back to, you know, being at home and doing this, this autopilot thing that I think a lot of people suffer from because they are, quote unquote, playing it um, safe. Most men lead lives of quiet desperation and go to their graves with the song still in them mm. by Henry David Thoreau, some philosopher. Yeah, so like Thoreau. He, so like kind of like the, the Bill Burr quote is like, you may look like they're happy with their nice $150,000, $200,000 job. They have a wife. They've been married for five, six years. They had the suburban house. They got the mortgage. They go to this one bar, this one dinner every other couple of weeks. But deep down, a lot of them don't feel alive, like they're missing something. And I think that peace is a purpose piece. I think the freedom piece and maybe more fulfilling relationships. Yeah, I mean, for me kind of what you're hitting on in terms of I've noticed with the traveling, what makes it easy when you're traveling is everything is new. And so everything is in one way extraordinary. So when I'm back home or in a familiar space, like now I've been living here in the same uh, city in Finland for six or seven months, which is a long time for me to be in one place. I try to find the extraordinary in the ordinary. And so my, my example that just most sticks in my mind is when I'm back home, uh, just outside of Seattle, Washington, during the summer, it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. I know a lot of places during the summer are the most beautiful place, but, um, I'll be driving home some days on this road. That's right on a lake, big, huge lake, sun setting. I mean, it's incredibly beautiful. And I've thought to myself multiple times, like, you know, if I was in Italy or if I was in wherever, I would be on this road taking pictures, thinking, holy shit, this is like, I mean, million dollar mansions on this lake. I'd be thinking, holy shit, this is really cool. But since I grew up there, you know, like not in the million dollar mansions, but driving past them. And to me, it's just like, eh, it's ordinary. But I just trying to catch yourself and thinking like, oh, shit, like this is pretty awesome and trying to see things in those certain lenses. And, and um, the 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 thing to, to counter. Uh, you know, I think there's some people I think the the how do I say it? the not being fulfilled that maybe some it may be more common in the nine to five kind of thing. But I've noticed now with social media and watching different people do vlogs and, and stuff on TikTok and stuff like that, that are van life people or, you know, constant travelers, which I'm trying, I'll get into van life hopefully after this season. Um, and maybe I'm, I'm projecting and internalizing some things here, but I noticed through some people's videos, like they're not fully, mm, like sustained either, you know, like I think it can happen the same way that everyone's constantly thinking, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I think that, um, it's easy to see that person being all free and living, but then at the same time, it's a weird thought because in van life, you're confined to this like small box in one in kind of, you can go anywhere, but then you're still in this box. And so I don't know, I think there's a, there's like a balance or there's a, you know, uh, to everything with no matter how, if, if you get a certain high and a certain happy, like it's only natural that you're going to eventually get that equal low. You know, it's like 
things always balance each other out, I think. But that's what it felt like after losing our last game. If we won it, we go to playoffs. Like, I was just hit with emotion. And that, honestly, it felt good. Like, it felt like, oh my God, like, I feel alive. You know what I mean? Like, and I always say this kind of the traveling stuff, you know, obviously mixed with this football, you, I think you I just feel alive more and it is whether it's sad <clears throat> or it's really happy. It's like, Oh my God, like my heart is pumping. You know what I mean? But I totally agree with you. It's the balance thing. And I think you can, the, this key to happiness, there's no, the nine to five or the van thing. It's a, it's a mixture of it. You got to figure it out. And my, my whole thing, you know, my young, I'm almost 26 now. Shit. My, okay. my 26 year old philosophy is, is freedom. You need to be able to do what you want or the ability to do what you want. It's purpose, some sort of purpose, some mission. And then it's relationships. I think if you, if you line those three up, I think you're going to be happy no matter what your situation is. You just got to figure it out for yourself, what those three are. Definitely, man. I, it's, I'm I'm now 30, getting close to 31, and um, although I still, to be honest, I feel I'm still like in that 26, 27. My body feels better than when I did when I was 20. I think I can play another five years or so. But I I think you're hitting it on the head with those three things. Um, that's that's crazy. That Bill Burr quote is basically you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally, man. Totally. No, I mean, and it's, it's crazy. Um, like we're, I'm a big like believer in a lot of kind of hippie type stuff, but I think it's also backed by mm, some quote unquote science. I don't even know what that means anymore. Science is this strange thing in the world nowadays, but, um, you can find science for anything, I think, but, um, like we truly create our own reality and I'm a big proponent that our minds are much more powerful than anybody wants to give credit to, at least in the the big public eye. And dude, I mean, just, and I take my life, for example, of I'm currently living in my own apartment in Finland, which it's, it's a nice place. It, uh, it's almost unbelievable at times, you know, like when, when I'll show it to my friends back home or if like a girl comes over and she just knows, yeah, I just play American football here. And then I have this apartment and it's like, so what else do you do to make money? And I'm like, no, I just, I just do this. And it, it hasn't always been like this, but at a certain point I'm like, yo, this is, I'm going to get my own place and I'm going to do it this certain way. And here it is. And so, um, I don't know exactly where I'm going right now, but, uh, it's just now doing some of this podcast stuff. I've just kind of started to get into my own kind of brand type of thing with, I got a website coming soon and kind of plugging myself right now, but also just along the lines of the van life is like, dude, if I can really wrap my mind around it, and see it and envision it and, you know, manifest, think about it, all those things. Sooner or later, it's going to happen. And it, it's, it's what you truly, truly believe whether, uh, whether or not you can make it happen. And I know that's cliche. Yeah. And that's why I love doing this podcast thing is the therapy. There's that quote, you know, if you can't afford a therapist, make a podcast. <laughs> uh, but, uh, it brings you back to some of these points about when you kind of live really outside the comfort zone, you go a lot of highs, the highs, the highs or, or traumatic quote unquote events that, that you would be able to decompress if you were living a regular life, but with this life, you got to move on and you'd never really either take it in, appreciate it or understand what the hell is happening to you unless you speak about it. That's why it's amazing with this podcast, I can do it. And then for me, all of a sudden it just hits. Everything just, 
I'm like, holy fuck. And then you take it all in and you appreciate a lot of things. You're like, look at this, look at that. And uh, it is it is fascinating. But the, the whole um, hippie shit, I've been deep into all that stuff. I actually started what affirmations around like when I was 20, writing them. Writing them is the okay. best way, I think. Writing them and saying in your head or saying out loud. And I remember I started doing an affirmation like four years ago saying like, my life is amazing, you know? And okay. then all this shit started happening. Um, I've done so many other ones that would blow people's minds away with how specific they are. And it, it is very, the, the manifesting shit is 110%. I 100% agree in that. And it is, I don't think the science can explain 99% of reality anymore. I think our reality is way out of our own brains to comprehend it. But yeah. It's an interesting lifestyle, and I'm happy that you are here to help me kind of unpack it. I, I got a question for you. Let me let's let's talk. You said tra traumatic or trauma, and got into the the therapist, or if you can't afford a therapist, get a podcast, which I I got a good chuckle out of because boy, is that ever true. And um, what do you feel has been like your most is do you you've you've mentioned this this past season and everything going on's been tough is this been the most traumatic or tough thing for you in the most recent uh three four or five years or what do you think's the toughest thing you've been through so far no when i mean traumatic i mean an experience that has like an impact on you or is like holy shit whether that be you know in the Amafi Coast, you know, living La Dolce Vita, whether that's um, cartel members after your your friend you went to Mexico with, whether that's um, having sexual activities with models or, I mean, shit like that. It's just like, what the, something that just hits you like, where, what is going on? And then you, you go to the next thing and it's just like, and you don't really take it in. Like I said, maybe this stuff happens once a month or once, twice a month in a quote unquote normal life. And you get a week to think about it. I think here it's kind of like, boom, 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 boom. And that's where it's just really hard to like, like, it's like a, like a movie sometimes, you know what I mean? Where it's just like, yeah. what the fuck? So you, you don't necessarily mean trauma in a bad way, I guess. Okay. No, I mean, obviously you have, you know, issues with, well, I mean, being a quarterback and you're in a foreign world and let's say you're losing, I mean, who gets all the blame, right? And you're all by yourself, no one that really have your back. Not saying that happened here, but that kind of situation, you know, where, you know, or you're in a bad place all by yourself and no one's here to help you. And, but just events and experiences that, I mean, you just didn't expect to happen or you didn't think was possible that happened. You're like, whoa, you know what I mean? And it happens a lot. And it's great. It's amazing. But you never really get to understand it. Yeah. I mean, that shit's super useful, though, because the, mm, you know, speaking as the old guy, kids nowadays, you know, I think uh, don't have to deal with a ton of maybe conflict or controversy or, or mm, trauma in a bad, you know, what life yeah you know and and things are in in the developed western world things are are pretty good you know there's not a lot of 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 stuff people have to battle through that hardships that are too difficult um and so then we start creating some shit that's just not a big deal or you know not that serious and then it becomes this huge deal and then when something truly difficult happens people fold very quickly and so you know i think whether it's been traveling abroad playing football but just playing football in general and being on a football team from the relationships that get built from all walks of life from black white polynesian you know mexican i mean asian i've i've played football with probably everybody in college and now coming over to Europe, I've played with a French dude, an African dude, uh, a, a Japanese guy, you know, like, and then at the end of the day, the goal is all, let's just fucking win. 
and it doesn't matter whether we can't communicate and talk, we can get Google Translate and really make it happen. But I think that benefit, or I think that uh, experience would benefit everybody just in the sense of having to deal with that shit. And then especially right now when the, the media and everybody wants to make us into enemies regarding every dividing factor and demographic we can do, it, 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 it makes you realize like, Hey, we're all, we're all pretty similar. We're all in this together. We all have the same ultimate goal. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I think you stop caring about all that stuff too when you when you kind of do this, the traveling and the other aspects we're talking about. It's just like little things just don't bother you as much anymore. You're like, okay, you know what Betty said about Sue? Like, I just don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> I'm not interested in this anymore. But a good point you made, and this was fascinating after living in Copenhagen when I first got there. I've said this before, is it was like you put an American here. This is utopia. Free education, free healthcare, streets are clean, no violence, no crime. You get paid not to work. Everyone is, I mean, they all care about the community. You can leave a baby in a stroller outside for fresh air alone. And you're like, what the hell is this? And then after the months go by, all of a sudden you see like the core and people are bitching about the littlest things. I'm like, really? You have everything you need. Like I said, put an American here, supposedly they would be happy. But this is human nature. It's, mm -hmm. it's just human nature to bitch about something, to find negativity. I don't know if it's the survival instinct from evolution of always being on guard and transferring your anxiety from a tiger to your relationship with your boss. I don't know what it is, but I did notice that in there. And, and another interesting stat is Copenhagen is one of the highest countries or Denmark is one of the highest countries with uh, antidepressants. Mm. Um, they drink a lot. Um, yeah. Like. So it's, it's, and then obviously let's say being in uh, uh, Mexico, um, the, the poorest people there's living 10 in a family in an apartment, all cooking together, all smiling, having the greatest time in their life. And they're, they're happy. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I think it, the perceptions, what you're talking about meeting the French guy, the Japanese guy, when your perception perceptions expand like that, I think like life, I think clarifies more. Yeah, no, I mean, you you nailed it on the head is it's very similar complete two different countries, but I'm in Finland now, which is, you know, one of the better educations and healthcare, all all those things. Um and then there's I think although Finland has gotten voted most happy, although I'm not exactly sure how they're how they're recording these statistics at all, but um and then take a place like Nepal where I, I was a month in Nepal with one of my best friends who's a local there. And I mean, total third world country, dirt roads in the capital city, bad dust pollution because of it, et cetera. I mean, although there is Wi-Fi everywhere, that's the weirdest thing to me about that place. But contrarily, people are happy or at least outwardly happy. And do things together. The sense of community is incredibly, uh, you know, much more present than in some of these other places. And it's like, what? What's right? You know, it's like it's it, it's a third world country. But then there's all these things I truly envy about the everyday life. Then on the flip side, in Finland, there's a lot of things I envy, and then other things I'm like, whoo, like. Uh, this could be a lot better. And so it's, it's a strange thing. And, and just to round it all back together is until you experience it firsthand by traveling and by being in it, it's really hard to get, you know, the, the, I think it's, it's similar to like doing psychedelics is like you, it's, you can't just like read about it and then understand it. You can get an idea and maybe have a, have a slight understanding, but until you're in it, like you don't get it. And I'm not saying like I got it, but I just got this like teeny little sliver. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> how do you, how do we balance it? Let's get some tips here. So let's do it for both people. For us, how do we get the comforts in our life 
And then for someone that has all the comfort and the security and the structure, how do they add spice to their life? Mm. So for us, man, I think for us in terms of someone who's moving around a lot, we'll just put it like that way, you know, a, a, a nomadic vagabond, call it as I will. Um, for me, it's just becoming like at peace with myself. And I've, I moved around a ton for college, junior college, D1, D2. And then now I've moved, I've moved a lot. And I think I've always like never really felt like I fit in or never really felt like I belonged anywhere. And I don't know if I'm ever going to feel like that, but it's more just like being okay that I'm me and it's cool that I don't belong or I don't fit in. Um, and then just like for me again, being okay with like, it is as it should be. And like the timing is always right and not trying to, again, as a Virgo, getting back to some astrology, I like to control shit. And sometimes when a lot of times when you're traveling, a lot of things are outside of your control. And so only worrying about what you can control and, and getting into that headspace where it's like, all right, the train's late, the, the the season's canceled. We got a flat tire. Am I going to let this just fucking ruin my week or my life? Because at the moment, that's kind of your life. Uh, or can can we smile about it? Can we have some fun with it? And so I, I've, I've really had to like take a step back this last year. I've moved the most amount of times in a pandemic, but I've traveled the least, if that's a, if that makes sense. And so um, I'm like itching to travel and at times like, uh, like mad at the world, you know, for being shut down, but it's like, eh, we got to deal with it. You know, we got to deal with it. I'm normally the hippie one, but let me get practical here. So for <laughs> us, this lifestyle or people that live different sort of lifestyles, find some sort of structure. I love a morning routine. The affirmations, um, you know, make a protein shake, drink a cup of coffee on the balcony, mm. uh, read, work out, meditate, find some sort of structure that you know is going to be there every day. You know what I mean? And then you can let loose or do whatever the hell you want later in the day, go have adventures, but get something where you can ground yourself. Um, and then I'm going to get your thoughts on the other, so the flip side. How can someone else? that lives a, a structured life, add that spice, and then I'll add mine. Yeah, I think, well, I'm going to start with it of if you're just a, you know, a nine to five person, which I, I hope it doesn't come off like it's being spoken down to at all. But um, my biggest thing is if for someone who's like struggling with whatever, Turn off the TV first and foremost is would be my number one um, piece of advice. And then from there, it's like just get experiences in the real world. And you you said it you said it earlier of you know you can still go out and do some new things wherever you're from. You know, maybe you have a weekend off and or and you maybe don't have the finances to go to another country for a weekend which i don't know too many people who do um or even right now you can't but i bet there's somewhere dope in your state that's 2 hour drive away whether it be the mountains whether it be the beach whether it be the forest i don't know there's something cool within 2 hours from you that you can research and go do and if you got to go sleep in your car for a night, like, I don't know that to me, like just having that adventure of having a plan, but then also not really having too much of a plan that just, you can get outside of the routine. You know, I, I think I, I find myself always wanting to move because even though I don't have a huge routine in life, I get into like the same kind of thing over and over again. And I just get bored with it. And so just, but I'm also a creature of habit. I enjoy it. 
but just breaking the routine for a day or two can spice some shit up in your life. And so like, that's, I think what I would say overall, what about you? What do you say? There's science behind that doing different things. There's different parts in your brains that light up, go to a freaking museum, go take a dance class, go take an art class, go on a cute little date in the park with a picnic. Um, I love the road trip idea. There's so many places. Let's say we're talking an American person in America to road mm-hmm. trip, take an online course, um, fucking start uh, a podcast. Don't put it out. Just do it yourself. Play a board game. You just got to do something that you haven't done before because it triggers something in your head and it makes you feel that alive feeling and then it'll just build and build. But I think that is that is the key is the get outside the comfort zone and start small. You know what I mean? You don't need to go go to freaking the jungles of Jamaica tomorrow. <laughs> just <laughs> go to the, the, the little forest near your backyard and meditate on the rock. Yeah, no, it, exactly. It's It's like the 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 first step is the hardest step whether for me it was starting the podcast whether it's going to the gym whether it's doing anything getting out of bed like it's the first fucking step that is the hardest and then once you get a little bit of momentum things just start rolling you know what the law of inertia or whatever the hell it is you know like it's once once you get the ball rolling you can keep it rolling but once you stop it's getting the ball started again. And I mean, man, I struggle with that shit all the time, whether it be sometimes working out. Like I, I love when I'm at the gym, I hate walking to the gym though, you know? And so like just getting myself in that kind of mindset where, um, no, I, I think it, it can be, I on to piggyback off of you though, is like, changing your surroundings is the biggest and easiest way for in my opinion to like get those those chemicals going up there is is you can do it at home but if even if you can find us even okay shit this is an easy one whatever way you drive home normally or walk home normally go a different fucking way you know like take Take the scenic route that takes five minutes longer or turn down a, go down the back streets that you don't normally go or, you know, whatever it may be is even that little thing of just the change of routine that we can all do every single day. That is probably one that if you need to start with the first step, I think that's the easiest first step. I'll make it even easier. The change in the route um, this is way funner too. download that rando knotting where it uses the quantum mechanics to do a random location, two mile radius, and you drive to that place. And then it's the craziest thing ever because you're looking for signs. So you're, so you do like an intention, like happiness, click the thing and it sends you there and you look everywhere. If let's say one time I was in a, a mall parking lot and, um, I was just looking, we're looking at everything. And, and in one of the windows, there was like, um, this was in maybe October. So I think it was, and it was little, little, um, no, it wasn't in October because it was a Halloween smiley face thing, but it was like okay. after October or way before, I don't know. And it was just smiling and I'm like, oh my God, there's our happiness. And, but this, this is the thing does like, you're, you're just looking. So you go to a place that you may be seen a million times, but you're now you're out of your, you're out of your head, you're in your environment and you're like trying to find something and know what I mean? And it's, it's something that can really snap you out of autopilot. Rando knotting. We did an episode on it about a year ago. Knotting. Okay. I'm going to have to check that out. No, dude, that's crazy. You say that because some days I will just go on walks with, I'm just kind of like letting, letting the universe direct me wherever I may go. And, you know, with absolutely no intention or, or no plan, I should say, and it's crazy the amount of uh, messages you'll get in one way or another where I can, the, the most recent one that happened, like I'm walking around and I'm, you know, I'm just kind of getting this brand thing started, like I said, with, and talking with van life and these kind of things, getting some balls moving with that. 
and in a window, I see a sign that just says, the journey begins here. And I was just like, hmm, hmm, okay. You know, like it's, it's, that sign's been there for years probably, you know, but first time I'd seen it, it's right next to my house and it had such a different meaning at the time. And I didn't have a plan to walk by there. I just, I kind of was drawn to that, that street. And so, no, rando nodding. I got to check that out. That sounds pretty cool. That's the key thing with manifestation and say the affirmations is if you're writing, here's a clean cut example. I am healthy and you're writing this stuff. It's getting dug down inside of you. When you're walking on the street and you see McDonald's, you're like, wait, 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 I'm, I'm healthy. You know, I wrote that in the morning. Like, I'll just grab a salad here. You know what I mean? It's just creating that awareness. You know what I mean? And now you see that thing and it builds, it compounds. Oh my God. Now I'm seeing signs everywhere. It means I should be doing this, but it's just keeping you going. I do think there's magic behind it, but also that's just psychology 101. If you buy a, a, a red Ferrari and all of a sudden you see 10 red Ferraris everywhere you go, you never saw them before, yeah. that's normal. Because our our subconscious and our, like our being, there's so much going on, but through the evolution and through all this stuff, it's zeroed in on certain things because we can't compute it all. We go fucking nuts. But if you can tap into it, and, and find the right path, all of a sudden everything is leading you towards it. So we're really smart. You know, they say, you know, that everyone says this isn't true, but like 90% <laughs> of your being is um, the unconscious, subconscious, and, you know, maybe 5%, 10% is your conscious being, me and you talking right now. Everything else is your environment shaping you, um, you know, you're, when you're one to eight, how your personality developed. Um, there's so much going on, but our brain cannot handle all of it at once. So we has to limit everything. So open up that, that, and put that, that tunnel vision on what you want type deal. That's manifesting one-on-one. Totally bro. No, to hit on that, like I've been, you know, researching, talking, messaging with a bunch of different guys about getting a van and stuff and have had a few meetings set up that haven't gone through, but all I see when I'm walking around now is vans and motorhomes. That's all I see, dude. Like it's, you know, it, to the point where I'm like, what the fuck? Like, where'd all these vans come from? You know, like these, they didn't used to be here. You know, like it's, I don't know if it's just the season right now or it's my mind, but it's like, that's all I see, dude. You know? And so it's like you said, the red Ferrari thing. Yeah. You, you buy a yellow car. All of a sudden, all you see is yellow cars and, um, no, it, it's, it's fun to talk with someone who like understands that because um, for some people, man, it, it's, this is like a, a voodoo, you know, conspiracy theory. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but here's the danger. It works in the opposite way too. Oh, so, 100%. <laughs> you want to see and, bad, you focus on bad, you're going to see bad. And, and to the sense of like creating your own reality, like I totally believe if whatever you truly believe is true for you. And so if you think it's some voodoo bullshit that doesn't work, that's just these stupid people, you're right. You know, what, whatever it is you truly got rolling up here, you are right. It, I'm not saying you're right for me. Oh yeah. The certain, there are certain facts, but even some of those, like, we don't know, you know, like we know I really two plus two so equals anymore. four, I think. I don't know. Maybe two plus two. Lately, I've heard two plus two equals five. So I, I personally believe it equals four. For for me, that's what it is. <laughs> now, I really think with maybe the technology or something, the last five years or so, something fabric in the universe has been ripped. And I think the perception is reality thing has gotten I think we're really starting to understand that we have zero clue of what the hell is going on here. Like the simulation or what is this and uh, the hippie stuff. And, and I think um, you got, I mean, to have an open mind or to have like a fixed mindset in today's age, I just don't think it's, it's, it could be healthy. You know, if you follow good structures and you're happy, but I think now everything's blown up. Everything's crazy. Reality is, it's totally flipped on its head. We have no real clue what is going on. Yeah, there's the, there's just the, I think, you know, I, I 
it sounds like I'm being mean or something, I think, but those people that have completely bought into just the, the absolute fixed society are kind of the, the NPCs of the game. You know, I, I truly, I don't, I don't even know what the hell I think. You know what I mean? Like this, are we in a matrix? Is this a simulation? Is there's some weird stuff that goes on and, you know, tripping out, like thinking, okay, everybody else that I see has this storyline of their entire life and has all these internal thoughts that are going on, but maybe not everybody does have to the same degree that I have, or some have more. Um, but just knowing like, okay, you see some people sometimes and you're just like, all right, that's just, that's just a, the, the NPC character walking through my video game of my life. And, um, on the flip side, I'm probably just that to them. Cause I'm so out of their video game of like structure and like we do it this way. And I'm like the weird, uh, court jester that walks by, you know, that that's like the crazy guy in, in their simulation, you know? And so it, it's like, it's, it's, we're all the fucking same, you know, to, to really end on like a hippie note. It's like, I've, slowly I'm tr starting to just view everybody as a slightly different version or reflection of myself because in believing in the universe and energy and all that kind of stuff, like we all then derived from the same source and therefore we're all the same made up of the same shit and have, you know, the universe inside of us. So we're all the same. And I don't mean like we're all equal but we're all at our core as a human being. Maybe there's some reptilians with us. Maybe there's some aliens to get real conspiratorial. Maybe there is who, I don't know, but humans, what I know myself to be, we're all the fucking same, like at the core of what makes us us, you know? Yeah. A lot of them, um, psychics and kind of spiritual people talk about, the journey and the reincarnation and what stage you're at, or maybe this is all our perception reality type deal. And we're projecting There's so much shit. Know what I mean, but if someone is happy, that's the key is just find that freaking happiness. No doubt about it. And, uh, but yeah, it's a crazy freaking world. And I think we really can see it because the lifestyle we live, it, it, it's built on, um, out of the autopilot. You know what mm. I mean? That's why we experience and do and see these different things. So, and this is what I come back to from the start and why I really want to talk to you was to try to understand it, to talk with someone that has experience doing it because it's very hard to relate to if, I mean, well, it's hard to relate to anyone because you haven't been through their own shit. You know what mm. I mean? But um, it is fascinating. And one of these days I'm going to get to the bottom of it, hopefully, but until then, <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be drinking vino out the bottle on a beach and and living La Dolce Vita. So, Mr. Bradley, picture you're living for a living, your Insta and what you got going on here in the future. Yeah, man, I've I've enjoyed this and just uh, to end or my last. Sorry to get the final word in on you there, but uh, the thing that's brought me a little bit of peace is being okay that I'm not gonna figure it out. And so, uh, uh that's you know under understanding that I'm, I might never understand is, uh, you know, maybe, maybe useful, but dude, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at living for a living. There's underscores for the spaces there. Um, should I've, I've kind of like blown up on TikTok over the last like five, six months here in Finland. So on TikTok, living for a living, post a lot of podcast stuff there. Uh, YouTube, same thing. Um, and soon, hopefully, I'm going to have a website out, which pretty much has all this stuff there. And I think it I haven't gotten the domain name squared around yet, but it'll be something like living for a living. So search my name, Joey Bradley or living for a living. And, you know, if, if uh, something resonated with you and you want to connect, I'm, I'm always down and always looking forward to whatever it may be. Your point, I think your point is correct. And all of them say it, just let go. Let go, like you're meditating. The Beatles, just let it go. And that's Dude. 
that's how we understand it. That's how we figure out. Let it, let it be. Oh, it's let, let it be. It be, let be it baby. Like, like the more you try and grab that shit, the just more it's gonna just slip away. You know, it's it's it sucks. It's like the ultimate oxymoron. The more you want it, the the harder it is to get. Just like playing safe, but playing safe is playing it risky, right? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I hope you listeners got something from this and we weren't just spewing like crazy people because I think we understand each other because we've had similar experiences. But I hope you, the listener, can get a little something from this. And um, yeah, have a great day. Got that. Alrighty, much love, brother. Take care. <laughs>